he would say freaking. And one of the girls was like, uh, you shouldn't say that. He's like, I'm saying it be, like instead of a bad word. Or no, what do you say? It was freaking A. Freaking A. Yeah. Like when he was, you know, kind of just whatever worked up. And she's like, we know what you mean. He's like, come on. It's just me saying, it's like the colorful phrase that I use when I'm, when I'm worked up. <laughs> and so <laughs> what he started saying instead was, even <laughs> just like the printer wouldn't work or something. He'd be like, da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> and if, I, I kid you not, she, the same girl, was like after a month of him saying da-da-da-da, she's like, we still know what you need to say. No! Yes, dude! <laughs> Three Dogs North is an attempt to objectify the subjective with little violence as possible. The following has been torn from its origins in space and time and put entirely at your disposal. Last summer, I spent, I wanted to get some experience in a parish because it was finishing up my first year of seminary, so I was like, well, it'd be good to see what parish life was like. So I went and I lived at the Springfield Cathedral and got to hang out with the priests in there and spend a lot of time with them. And it was great. So I would do home visits with uh, Father Harmon, the the pastor at the cathedral, the rector of the cathedral. But there was this, there was a couple guys that <coughs> we would go and visit that really had a big impact on me in just a couple visits. So there was this guy named Louie. He was like, 92 or 95 or something like that and he had been he had been like a long-standing parishioner at the cathedral so father Harmon knew him well from like when father Harmon was an assistant at the cathedral so this guy had served mass there for years and he was like one of the i think he was one of two people that he was at the dedication of the cathedral like I don't know, whenever it was first dedicated. So he was like a little kid. Wow. And then he was at the second dedication of the cathedral after the renovations in like 2009 or 2011 or whatever no that way. was. That's crazy. Yeah. And so... So it's like those is... people that lived through the Babylonian exile, saw the <laughs> temple destroyed in Jerusalem in 587, and then saw the one rebuilt. I'm, and, yeah. Like the Bible has those people that were like, oh, this temple's not as good as the old one. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, he, I think it was him... And then uh, it's a, a nun. biblical humor. <laughs> I love it. The the other lady was a nun, and so there's two of them. They like oh, honored wow. them at the the rededication. That's awesome. A few years ago, so so this guy was awesome. So he comes out. He's in a nursing home at this point, and he was in uh, in a wheelchair, and like he was just an absolute riot. So he's like, uh, just like freaks out when he sees Father Harmon because he loves Father Harmon, and so. I still like, you know, he, you can tell, like, he repeats himself a few times. This is the first time I've ever met him. He repeats himself a few times, but it's still pretty with it for being 95 or mm-hmm. whatever he is. Right. And uh, just had awesome, awesome visits with him. So uh, he had, like, he was a big Cardinals fan, so he remembered going down and seeing, like, Stan Musial play back in the day and all this cool stuff. And uh, and I, I'll, I'll never forget this. The first time we met him, <clears throat> one of the first things he said uh, Father Harmon asked him, was like, so what have you been up to? Like, how you been, man? And Louis looked at him and was like, well, been writing my own obituary. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, both, so both of us were like, 
Wait, what? What did you just <laughs> what did you just say? And uh, he just laughed. He was like, "Hey, hey, you gotta die sometime, you know." So, <laughs> like I'm 95, you gotta die sometime. And so that was just like this still full of life guy, you know. So I visited him a couple more times throughout this summer and told him I visited him over Christmas. And long story short, I honestly, I you know, I think prayed for him a couple of times in the fall and. Um, just kind of like had it on my checklist when I went home for Christmas to, when I was in Springfield, stop by and visit this guy. And he, uh, so literally hadn't, I, I, you know, didn't know anything about him really past my couple visits. So I'm in Springfield a day after, right after Christmas. So I'm still home on break. And I was literally like, it was five minutes out of my way to swing by this nursing home. And so I just did it kind of on a whim and pulled in. I asked, you know, if I could see Louie, he had, and the nurse was like, yeah, he's changed room, so let me show you. And so she took me back to him, and he was, like, just bedridden and, and did not look good at all. <clears throat> and so he could hardly talk and um, just not the same guy that he was yeah. over the summer. <clears throat> and anyway, I just, so I just sat there with him for, I don't know, like 10 minutes and <clears throat> um, tried to kind of figure out, like, what he was saying and um, just told him a little bit about my semester, and I had just seen Father Carmen, actually, so told him he was doing well, and all of that, and then I just, yeah, I offered to say a prayer with him, I think, literally, I just said a Hail Mary with him, and uh, long story short, he, I got a text, he died a couple days later. Wow. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, I'm sure, I know there's a priest that visits there, like, I mean, he's a, you know, faithful guy, and so I'm, I, I guess I didn't check for sure, but I'm very confident he got last rites and mm-hmm. yeah. w- was taken care of. So by no means was that likely like the last prayer said with them yeah. or anything, but still like what an impact he had had on my life in just a couple meetings. And it was like, Hey, you know, you're five minutes out of the way. Why don't you go see Louie? And, uh, it was just this quick little, like just random. And then he died a couple days, a couple yeah. days later, well, you know? And, uh, wow, and so, but I remember that cause I remember thinking, and and when I did home visits, these you know elderly or just homebound people over the summer, it was awesome because it was um, just really encouraged me a lot in my own faith. And uh, but I remember thinking that often, and especially that last time I saw Louis, was that you know I especially as a seminarian, like I have I have no money, I have no. Uh, like ordination to give them a blessing or whatever. Right. Literally, all I can do is just visit and pray for that person. Yeah. And it's, so it's it's like I don't know what gospel passage it is or what gospel it's from, but when Peter says, um, "It's an axe." That's an axe. Yeah, I guess it'd be an axe. And he says that uh, I have neither silver nor gold. I have neither silver nor gold, but in the name of Jesus Christ, rise and walk. Yeah. And uh, it's just in a sense like I don't know. It just made that gospel kind of come to life for me and uh even as a priest i'm sure as you experience as a deacon it's like listen we don't have like we don't have the formula to create this utopia on earth mm-hmm. but like you said like, what just, i do have i'll give you but i will give you everything i had mm-hmm. i have and that's beautiful what was uh, really that reminded me of a <laughs> cool experience i had at the nursing home my very first year of seminary mm-hmm. and it was our first visit. I went with uh, another guy from my class who's since left the seminary to this nursing home for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the priest who was kind of chaplain to this place wanted us to visit uh, an old priest 
he wasn't that old. He was like in his late seventies, but he was, he, he didn't seem well, you know, like we went mm-hmm. and see, saw him in the, his room and he seemed uncomfortable, you know, the way he was laying and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and he didn't have any strength, but he was really glad to see us seminarians and we were just like starting fresh, man. It was like my first month in the seminary. Yeah. And before we left, we just talked to him for a little bit. And then before we left, he asked us if he could give us his blessing. Oh, cool. Which that, mm-hmm. that's rarely happened to me where you yeah. visit an old priest and he, he, he asks you yeah, if he can give you a blessing. And, um, it was certainly my first experience with that. Mm-hmm. And we come back the next week and, uh, he was dead. Wow. He died that week. So, I mean, we might've been the last blessing he gave. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe he was in the habit of doing that when people came to visit him, but still it was just, it was kind of a gut check for me. Like I'm just starting down this road and here this guy was completing his journey, you know, mm-hmm. as a priest of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It, it was just crazy. And then the priest who said mass for the nuns that lived next door, mm-hmm. the next week had his breveries and gave them to me. Oh, wow. I already had breveries, but I gave them to another guy who didn't have them yet. The four volume set. And they were like, all not water damage but you know like how the the moisture over the years kind of yeah. makes the pages kind of swell yeah. Oh, yeah you could just tell these were well-worn breveries nice yeah. that's awesome and he's like oh yeah father charlie died last week so um you know he's a religious priest all he had was breveries in a cassock or something i don't know <laughs> so he gave Dang. gave us these breveries and that's really cool. very humbling yeah yeah well just if i could leapfrog off of y'all's nursing home stories my, it's, I actually wasn't even here for this, but my pops was telling me, um, I guess they had visited a nursing home uh, back home in Atlanta with my younger siblings over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a, this is a very simple story. They ran into a fellow that was down there who was from Africa and had come over, um, I guess, with his grandparents, maybe his grandmother, and... Um, was a very bright guy, was was our age, was like, you know, low to mid-20s, um, and was just there working in the nursing home and seemed, you know, seemed to be totally in shape and, um, you know, just like a, a well-put-together guy. And there he was, my dad got in a conversation with him, and he said, you know what, I actually um, dedicated my entire life to serving my grandma here in the nursing home because uh, essentially they took care of me when I was growing up and raised me as a, as a youngster and, uh, you know, dedicated their life so that I could grow up and, and have a life of my own. And my dad just, I remember him telling me how blown away he was mm-hmm. by this super sharp guy who had completely dedicated his life yeah. in some place that no one's, no one's ever going to know what that guy's doing, you know, right. like he's never going to be a big deal. He's never going to be some, you know, big shot. And he probably isn't going to change like a ton of people's lives. You know, in reality, he's not going to go out and change the world. Um, but there he is dedicating his life to this simple, oftentimes not rewarding work. Um, just be, just out of love. And yeah. it, it, was, it was a very powerful experience. And the guy just said, you know, this is what I've wanted to do my entire life is just give give back to my grandma essentially and work here in this nursing home. It's like, Dang. dude, can I tell you about the priesthood? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you Catholic? Are you Christian? Dang, no, awesome. it, was, 
<laughs> really, really beautiful. And he said it was very impactful for the younger guys as well, you know, for my younger brothers and sisters just to see, like, this is a noble cause, you know? Because that's what we think, you know, the throwaway culture, in a sense, unfortunately applies to humanity as well. You get that pragmatic view of a person, and it's just... Who, it's like what use is what this VCR do? anymore? Right. What use is this person anymore? You know it's like I, the the jump isn't that big anymore. Yeah, I think of the oh, this is terrible. I think of the Dumb and Dumber line when uh, he's he stops that lady and says, "Hey, can you can you watch my stuff while I run back and grab some more cash?" And the lady's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And she's in the little motor cart. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. He's in the motor cart, and he goes, "Wow, thanks." You know what? Senior, senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, still do serve a purpose. Oh, <laughs> and she's oh. like, who is... And she ends up stealing all this stuff. I got robbed by an old lady. <laughs> a motorized cart. On a motorized cart. That's right. And another thing. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, all those experiences, we can sit around and, you know, keep telling them. But it's true. It, like, it's a simple... It's a simple thing that we hear all the time, say all the time, but like those those experiences you get, I mean, they shape you for the rest of your life, you know, um, an interaction with someone like that. Like that guy is, it's a, it's a saintly act in, yeah. the, in the literal sense, yeah. which is pretty cool. Which is really cool. It is, it is really cool. And yeah. just to look at it for what it really is and to not try and... Because I think that's what we, we do sometimes is we try to glamorize things or um, sort of look at things through an unrealistic lens just because of the culture that we grew up in. Um, you know, sort of take every act and see how is this going to... How is this going to appear to people? Yeah, how can I post this on Facebook? How yeah. can I present myself to other people also this way? Right. And like that, it's just, well, it's just geez, such a dude, simple the, act. Like you mentioned the priesthood with this guy it's like yeah our lives are all about serving people and, and laying down our lives like christ did but you, we still get the the trumpets blaring at the ordination mass and oh, a lot absolutely. of people saying what a great guy you are and yeah um so our lives are not free from temptations to that exact thing you're talking about absolutely yeah like the whole and that's, that's... No, nothing's too good for a father who gave up everything for the kingdom mm-hmm. um so in a way, those people are are even higher in the order of oh, the, the Christian sure. life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A more perfect way of life where who knows what's going on in that guy's soul in terms of joy, mm-hmm. what he's getting out of that, because he's not getting anything earthly. Right. He's not getting... <laughs> it, people will give up a lot for, for goods like people thinking they're great, mm-hmm. you know? Honor, power. Yeah. You know, they'll, give up, they'll give up money, sex, uh, things they like to do, free time, in order to get people to think they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was uh, the Father Baron that talks about the, the, the priesthood is pretty free of a lot of the temptations of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has talked about that. Yeah. But the one big temptation is vanity. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people will be looking at you wearing fancy robes and everybody's listening to what you have to say. And that makes you feel like a big, important deal. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and unless you're totally cognizant of the fact that 
the only reason that they're listening to you, the only reason that you have the right to stand up there with this captive audience is because the bishops ordained you to do this and you're speaking for Christ. That's so true. Yeah. If you're just some dude wearing a <clears throat> dress up there, <laughs> then it's emptied of all its meaning yeah. and yeah. power. That's so true that that has to be a constant temptation throughout priesthood, though. I mean, even in two years of seminary, you know, how many times people have bought my dinner or whatever, just that they genuinely like to meet the seminarians. And even that feeling of, um, I don't know, it's not a, it's not a celebrity status at all. But even, you know, even I remember at the deacon ordinations last year for Springfield, um, a group of the seminarians were standing around after at like the, the luncheon thing mm-hmm. and a group of, of ladies came up like just cause they wanted to meet the seminarians, which were like, that's never happened to me before. It was like bewildering. Um, but yeah, that's certainly, that's certainly there. And even that it's like the only reason they love seminarians because, you know, even if they don't articulate it a hundred percent, they love that, um, they love Christ. That's what they see yeah. there and nothing else. So. Yep. I had a, just one of the benefactors from Atlanta. She's a, a saintly lady, <clears throat> incredibly generous. And she, that's what she wrote. She wrote us in a little card and she, you know, is very generous with her time and her talents and her resources. And she just wrote, you know, no, every time I pass by a, a Catholic church and I do the sign of the cross, it's because Christ is in there because he's given us priests to confect the Eucharist. And like, that's what, you know, you're, you're an instrument, not that you're just an instrument, like you're just a means, mm-hmm. but through the sacraments, you know, Christ has mediated this, this possibility to confect the Eucharist. Well, here's the thing, Mike. I mean, I'm in my mind's eye during morning prayer, looking back at myself, s- sitting in that circle, and I'm like, who the heck is that guy right. praying for that lady? And it's not like I'm thinking, that's not Connor anymore. That's some other person. It's me, but, like, more me, you know? Right. Like, mm-hmm. the gain is turned up, again, on my personality. And that all of a sudden, this thing, which I would have been maybe self-conscious about doing or felt like, oh, that's weird or kind of cheesy to offer to pray for somebody like that or whatever dumb fear or laziness I had in me was somehow, like, just put aside for a second and Christ was like, okay, I can use this guy right now. And it wasn't like he took over my identity and now I'm just a tool or an right. instrument. Right. Um, but I, I felt free to do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the mystery of like the, the priest. Yeah, the people, the people love the seminarians. The people love the priest. They kiss the ring of the bishop. Not because the guy wearing that ring is like some special deal. Right. But because something happened to that guy. Like, the Holy Spirit came into his life and completely rocked it. Good. World Youth Day is yeah. the prime example. Prime example. It could be anybody. It could be, I mean, obviously not anybody, but it, anybody could have gotten elected into, instead of Pope Francis, and millions of people would have still come out to Rio de Janeiro for World Youth Day. Because mm-hmm. they're not going there because Pope Francis. Certainly, he may get... You know, because of his extra charism and he may get a little bit of extra here and there, but 
people are going there because he is the vicar of Christ yeah. and the head of the Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And that's the same goes down the line, you know. Archbishop Gregory, my bishop in Atlanta, uh, it, because he's he's my archbishop. That's why I, I love him. Certainly, he's a great man, uh, and I love his service, but Cardinal George is the same. The priests who give us the sacraments, you're a priest. You are a priest. You are father. Mm-hmm. You're deacon. And don't ever forget it. Yeah. <laughs> the sacramental <clears throat> robot. I am sacramental robot, man. Do you need... Deacon Seabiz at your service. Christ has taken over my being. I give you a blessing now. (laughs) I am super fulfilled. (laughs) No, that's uh. Oil me with your praise. Three Dogs North are Juice, Seabisc, and Michael Metz. Conversations have been edited to sound smarter. Audio and transcripts of this episode are exclusive property of Mundelein Seminary and may not be rebroadcast without the express written consent of Major League Baseball. And down.